Hello, aspiring pro cheerleaders. I am fresh uh, on the coffee, so I'm feeling very energized for what we're about to talk about today, which is how do you manage a full-time job and pro cheerleading at the same time? Now, if you are still working on becoming a professional cheerleader you are working on what you need to do to prepare for auditions you can start this now because you can start acting like you are a pro cheerleader already and I say this all the time to people that ask me how can I put myself in the mindset to prepare you have to start telling yourself that you're a pro cheerleader today, even if on paper you aren't. You got to tell yourself, look in the mirror and say, I'm a pro cheerleader. I'm a pro cheerleader. And that's going to help you to put yourself in the mindset. The more you tell yourself something, the more it you manifest it and the more it, it probably will happen to you. For example, if you tell yourself that if you want to be a better runner and you tell yourself every day, I'm a great runner. I'm a great runner. You're going to work up to that to where to the point where you actually really believe it. And that's just a mindset tool that you can use in this process if you are still trying to um, live out your dreams as a professional cheerleader. So we're going to talk about how you can do that um, while you're managing a full-time job. And this is for cheerleaders that are currently on a team or, like I said, if you're aspiring to be on a team, then this is for you too. So pro cheerleading is a part-time job. It's not full-time. You are there for a certain amount of time. You don't, it's not a nine to five, which, you know, some people may debate should be, but uh, you do put in a lot of time and effort into being a professional cheerleader. And if you know anything about professional cheerleading and how it pays, it's not a livable wage in today's day and age with inflation and the economy and everything. You know, wish it was, but at this time, most of the time professional cheerleaders are either in school or they are working full time or have some other type of income that is coming in. So you, you'll have to manage something else besides being a pro cheerleader until hopefully sometime, sometime down the road, it becomes recognized as a full time job. But for right now and for the near future, it is part time. So it's going to take some time getting used to if you aren't used to having another job, you're not used to having two jobs, maybe, maybe you already have two jobs and this is going to be your third job. It can take some adjustments to fit it into your schedule because you're going to be busy. So I'm going to tell you five ways that you can manage how, um, being a professional cheerleader and managing a full-time job. So how do you manage practices, working full-time, appearances, games, etc.? When I was cheering, I had a full-time job. And I knew that any day I had practice during the week, which was typically once a week, I had to pack for anything I needed the night before because I didn't have time to go back home after work. I had to take everything that I needed for the day to come to work 
And after I left work, I went straight to practice. And that day was long, let me tell you. But preparing the night before helps so much. So at the time, I think the two years I was into my pro cheer career, I lived about 20 minutes away. And then the third year, I actually lived closer to where we practiced. And I could actually go home after work that one year and go to practice. But in the beginning, I didn't have that luxury. I had to take everything I needed. So it kept me on top of things because I knew that every every night before that practice, I would need to pack my bag with my practice attire, the palms, tights, boots, anything else I needed for the day. So number two, a great lesson I learned during this time was to always bring everything. It's better to have and don't need the need and don't have. Sometimes things would come up during practice and our coach would be like, yeah, take this out. And people would panic because they wouldn't have it. And it happens. It happens. You have things that you need to bring for practice and you don't expect things to come up that you might need during practice. So like another set of palms or anything, it's always best to just bring everything because you never know what may come up uh even if you have to keep it in your car that's just bringing it and if you need it you have it and if you don't need it then it just stays there and maybe you'll need another time so bring everything even if you think you might not need it stay ready so you don't have to get ready hello (laughs) number three as far as appearances and keeping up with those I loved using a calendar and you could use a paper one, you could use Google Calendar or any other type of calendar that fits your needs. And as soon as you book an appearance, it goes on your calendar. You mark it down, you set a reminder if you need to. I even sometimes put it on my work calendar if it's during the week so I can integrate it into my work schedule. So If you are working, you know you have an appearance, maybe at lunchtime, you won't forget it because you are already at work and you know you have to leave a certain time and let your, uh, maybe let your boss or somebody else know that you're going to be away for lunch and that you'll be back, Um, you know. So definitely that helped me putting time on my calendar, blocking it off so that nobody bothered me during that time and that I could remember myself. Uh, okay, so like I said at the beginning, um, you have to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. <laughs> so uh, I even would put um, my appearances that I had early in the morning on my calendar or I would book appearance or appearances early in the morning because I had to be at work at a certain time. Like I said, I worked a nine to five. So if there were any early morning appearances, then sometimes I would sign up for those if I was okay with getting up super early. Um, so I would purposely sign up for those so that I could get the experience of the appearance and be in the community and still be to work on time. Plus, you get paid for it, even if it's a little bit. So signing up for appearances are important. I would also do appearances after work. Just pack everything up for the day, have my makeup on. Sometimes 
Sometimes people at work would be like, wow, you look very done up today. And then you have to explain, well, you know, I'm doing something after work. (laughs) Or you can just tell them, you know, you have an appearance or whatever. You have to do something for your part time. So uh, that that would always make me laugh because I'm like, dang, do I not look like this every day? Goodness. (laughs) But you could touch up later in the day and then go to your appearance and you're already you got your makeup done. You can just do a little touch up, put on lashes. I like to put on lashes later in the day because I didn't like to have my lashes on all day. So that's just a little tidbit that you can add if you like to as well. Number four, the best thing that you can do when balancing work and your pro cheer job is communication with stakeholders on both sides. So this means setting boundaries with your employer. If you have um, a boss that knows that you're a cheerleader, which I highly recommend you tell them that you have this part-time job and it might uh, not take away from your your work, but that, you know, they know what's going on in your life and that they can support you if needed. Hopefully you do get a supportive employer. Um, So being community, like communicating on what you need to do, times that you might need to to leave early or uh, arrive to work a little bit later because you have something going on or if you can't if you have a job that requires you to work on the weekend or travel saying that you couldn't travel this weekend or you couldn't travel that day because you have something with your part-time as long as it's not all the time I think that should be communicated as well but you definitely want to um communicate as much as possible so that they know you don't ever want to blindside your employer and the same goes with your employer at your pro cheer job your coach your director whoever is the appropriate person to tell um, if you have a work commitment then that's important to let them know ahead of time that hey I might need to miss practice this day because I have a huge work commitment or I need to be here for this event at work whatever it is it's important that you communicate that and starting to communicate early as as far in advance as possible is key and that's how you set boundaries that's how you can do both at the same time and I think it would be respected of you to do that because it shows that you can communicate one that's a skill verbal communication and it shows that you are uh, organized and that you can handle multiple things at once so not only is it you know something that you're just doing to make sure you're good with your schedule it shows the skills that you have and it will be respected and hopefully it is respected and noticed um The next thing, number five, is how do you excel in both? So if you have two jobs, pro cheerleading and a full-time job, or maybe you're in school, how do you excel at doing both and doing both well? A lot of times these days, pro cheerleaders are, uh, to be a pro cheerleader, a lot of teams look to people that are well-rounded and have that, uh, have a career and have something else that they do that not defines them but is a part of who they are so my advice is to be productive at work or when you're studying if you're at school be productive put away distractions you might be tempted to check your whatever your slack channel up with your team or your group chat or you might be tempted to practice during the middle of the day especially if you work from home now work from home is 
a different beast. But you may be distracted with pro cheer stuff when you should be studying, you should be at work. So put on your do not disturb on your phone, put it in another room, put away that distraction to always check. Maybe you're checking social media, maybe it's text messages, email that your your personal email, that email that you get uh, that you get communication from uh, for your cheerleading career. So definitely put away distractions and focus on one thing at a time. You can have breaks and implement those breaks in your day. Maybe you use your lunch break to practice a dance or you work out. That's that's okay. People use their lunch breaks to work out all the time and setting in those small breaks to maybe check in is okay too. So Setting those boundaries as well for yourself is going to be crucial when you are balancing both both things. So I hope that that was helpful for you. I, I know it's hard, especially when you are adding something else into your life and there's so many things thrown at you. But these tips, they helped me. And I always like to share what has helped me so I can help you. And it might be your cup of tea. You might try it and not might not be what you want. And hey, I trust that you'll find your footing. So thank you again for listening to The Imperfect Cheerleader. We'll be back next week. And I hope that you tune in next week because we're going to be talking about compensation for pro cheerleaders. And why the hell are pro cheerleaders not paid enough? Even though... They like to say, we love to do it, but we do it because we love it. So pro cheerleaders are so modest. But anyway, stay tuned for that. And I hope you have a great rest of your day or night or morning, however you're listening to this. I appreciate you. (laughs) Have a great one. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Imperfect Cheerleader podcast. Taking the time to listen while you're busy with all of life's responsibilities means the world to me. If you enjoyed this episode, here are a few ways you can support ICP. Number one, hit the subscribe button so you always get newly released episodes and never miss them. Number two, take a screenshot of the episode you listened to and tag at the professional cheerleader on Instagram. We love to repost your tags and shout you out in our stories. Number three, write a review. This is the best way to show your support for the podcast and helps us bring on even better guests, interviews, and topics. I hope you have a wonderful day, morning, or night, wherever you may be and are continuing to work towards your goals of becoming a professional cheerleader, dancer, or just someone who loves to move. I'll see you later on another episode of the Imperfect Cheerleader Podcast. Remember, stay frosty, friends. Toodles for now.